Oh baby, oh baby. Y'all know what time it is. I am who I am. My name is my name. And welcome into episode 60 of Shooting the Shit with Sands, man. What's popping? How we doing? I got the hat on and I don't know why. Oh my God. They said the barber had holy water in his hand, just injected in his hands, right? And I said, let me see. <laughs> I need to see it. L- l- let me see it. And he said, why did I sing the Halo song, though? <laughs> Hallelujah. Wait in the water. All right. <laughs> Man. If y'all see me on the street, they call me Krispy Kreme now because of my crispy hairline. I didn't say it. That was no, that wasn't me. That was the streets. That was the, that was the streets. That, that was them. That was y'all. Y'all were calling me Krispy Kreme, glazed donut. And I didn't know if they were talking about my round ass face, the color of my skin, or this fucking hairline. I'll take all three. Give me this fucking hat, man. I'll take all three. I'm not single. I'm not single at all, but let me tell you something. Me, right now, I'm. This is the definition of attractiveness. Fat face and all, not working out. Just started working out and all. This is confidence. This is perfection. That's me. Okay. Let's just show that. Look at that. I could... Boy, look like they spray painted my shit. I should do the podcast like this the whole time. The fuck? Oh. I told y'all my hairline wasn't bad. I just hadn't had a cut. Woo! I'm, this, is, this makes me kill the pot. You understand me? The cut? The confidence? I'm killing If you got a woman, chain her to the bed. Chain her. They're radiating. I can feel, I can smell pheromones. I can, I'm ducking the women. I'm, mm. oh shit, a fucking light. (laughs) Oh, holy shit, almost broke Nia's computer. Anyways, I'm ducking the women, okay? (laughs) Fucking technical difficulties on the set. Ducking these hoes, man. Stay away from me. I don't want them. I don't want them. Keep this. I'm sweating like a bitch, but I'm going to hold it down. So, I'm pouring up a drink live on the pod. Don't care, man. I'm here today. My off day. You know, I went from drink. This is going to sound horrible. I went from drinking <laughs> six days a week to two. Just cut it to a weekend, man. Just cut it to a weekend, you know. Um, did my thing. And today is my Saturday, and I'm chilling and vibing. It's Thursday. It's my Saturday. Fuck y'all. I'm chilling out here. You see, my light's broken, man. I paid fucking $30 for it, and it's broke. But, you know, it is what it is. So today on the pod, Jesus Christ, Hunter, when you get to it, you get to the podcast, we got a lot of NBA news. Okay. Luka Doncic is running the organization. He's running it. What the fuck? He's only 22, man. 
Then we got Katie's performance, followed by Giannis. He's the best player in the world. Like, no, he ain't, bro. Quit saying that. You are. Say, I don't think he is. But say you are. The fuck is he doing? And I just, that's why people don't respect him, for real. CP3 gets COVID. This is some bullshit luck for him. I fucking hate it. The 76ers, fucking Lisa Anning in this fucking uh, Hawk series. <coughs> choking. Kawhi Leonard tore his ACL. Tore his ACL, okay? He did. He did. But like I'm saying, with drinking, that's the that's the rundown. I'll get back to what I was talking about. <laughs> With drinking, man, you got to do everything in moderation. Like, today was an amazing day for me, okay? Didn't have a drink when I went out to, to, to you know, eat with Nia. Got to get a haircut with it. And you also, another thing you have to do in moderation is diet. And I don't believe in truly, I really don't. I, I've done it before, and that's why I don't believe in it. I don't believe in dieting. Like, you can just make it a habit to eat a little bit better, you know, but like, Simple substitutions on your food. Fruit cup for fries. Dude, I cut out fries out of my diet one time. And I worked out two times a week and I lost like 10 pounds in like two months. I just cut out fries. You cut out fries from fast food. Go go over there to that menu and look up the difference at Chick-fil-A from a spicy chicken sandwich and the spicy chicken sandwich meal. It's like 450 to 540, 790 to 1,100 calories. <laughs> It's like the biggest difference in the world. It's so funny. And I just don't believe in dieting because every time I've done a very strict diet and I've always done it, I will eat. I literally measure out the rice with the fucking the cup thing, the, the measurement cup, the cup thing. <laughs> I, I measure it out, dump it in, dump it in, shit like that, right? And uh, right when I lost my weight, I went off the deep end. I would gain five pounds back in a month. Because you're like, I haven't eaten canes in fucking three months, bro. You're fucking fiending for the shit, you know what I mean? It's like AA, bro. If you stop drinking alcohol, you gotta stop forever, okay? Or you're gonna be fucking dead from that shit, alright? But, yeah, man, so, talking about being dead, okay? From not even hitting them in moderation. What a transition. Kind of a reach. I'm a very good reacher. He's not hitting free throws in moderation, they dreamed he would hit them in moderation. <laughs> he is, he is cut them off clean. <laughs> he said, "I'm cutting it clean, turkey." Ben Simmons, bro, you're losing all the series. This is why. Okay. And let's just go over some hypotheticals, okay? Let's say beginning of the series, right? I tell you, 76ers fan, not included. I tell a random fan, Joel Embiid will average 30 points, 10 plus rebounds at the minimum. You're like, on, on one leg? Yeah, on one leg. And Seth Curry's going to shoot 60% from three and be their second leading scorer. Wait, what? And Tobias Harris isn't playing bad. He's not playing awful. He's averaging 17 points a game. Okay. Sounds like the Sixers win in five. Sounds like they win in five. You've had multiple 
double-digit fourth-quarter leads go down the drain, man. Go down the drain, win or lose. Multiple just getting flushed down the toilet. This one, you're up almost 30. 30. From now on, I'm not turning off a fucking Heat versus Bucks game. Tell you that. That made me know not to turn a fucking playoff game off ever again. Jesus Christ. Just like the Nets. We'll get into that. They were done by 16 and a half. I thought it was over. I didn't turn it off. I watched it, but I was watching it more to see KD shoot like shit. And we'll get get into KD, too. I'm not going to shit on him, but we got to start being realistic here about best player in the world conversations because it's pissing me the fuck off. But listen to this shit. They call it the, the four factors on basketball reference. Pace, effective field goal percentage, uh... Offensive rating, and what was the other one? Oh, points per game. <laughs> the pace is exactly the same in this Hawks and 76ers series. 76ers are up in f- points per game. Effective field goal percentage. And I keep forgetting this last fucking... Points per, points per game, effective field goal percentage, Hunter. And offensive rating. They're above them by five points in offensive rating. They're outscoring them by about almost ten points a game. And they're down 3-2 in the series. One reason. Well, two. there's a couple that I'm going to break down. But you got a guy shooting 12 for 39 from the free throw line. They're playing Hack of Simmons, man. You know how embarrassing that is to be a fucking franchise player? And they do that to you when you're not a Shaq-like player? You know what I mean? If it, if if Ben Simmons was out here putting up 25, 20, he hadn't put up 20. If he was averaging more than fucking tw- 11 or 12 points a game, like he's doing right now, I don't know, like up to 17 to 20, I don't know if we have this conversation because they wouldn't be even losing a game. But he's not. He's just not. And he's shooting 30.8% from the free throw line this series, man. 30.8. He's 22 of 67 for the whole playoffs. He's 32%. He's playing horrific. He's doing horrible. And Doc Rivers won't make an adjustment, bro. Listen, Joel Embiid is balling. His stamina is still not there where it needs to be. And maybe, like, there, there's a jumble of excuses you can give the 76ers. But there's no reason they should be losing the series. If Joel's hurt and he's not playing well and you can tell he's labored, you're like, ugh, Jesus. Mm. And another thing about Joel, he's not getting the criticism he needs to be getting. I'm sorry, man. I know we remember the first half. What was he, like 11 of 12? 10 for 11? Ended the game like 12 for 22? Went 1 of 10 in the second half? I'm sorry. He has to have some criticism there. Clint Capella goes out and says, when you wear him down, he ain't shit, basically. When you get him tired, he ain't shit. Chris told me, and I've seen it as well. I've watched a lot of my friends' teams. I've always said that. When he has an active big, he gets kind of pissed off, and he gets tired. And now with one leg, he's probably getting more tired, and it's scary. Because the way Joel's been playing, they should have got them out in five. To let him rest that knee up, it's not going to get any better. It's fucking torn. It's not going to get any better, but he can rest that other leg so it doesn't overcompensate and rip his fucking ACL. Because I promise you, I'm not putting it on him. Y'all know, do not wish injury. 
the next thing that goes with that fucking meniscus is that MCL, that PCL, or that ACL. Because that motherfucker is getting supported by all that shit and it's gone. So now the car... Do I, I, I have gone through too many fucking knee surgery. Well, once knee surgery. I've gone to the fucking... What is he called? What is... Orthopedic surgeon too many times. I've been educated four times on this shit. The cartilage in your knee starts to break down every high impact play, jump, anything. Because I was asking him, how the fuck do players play with a torn meniscus when my meniscus was blown out? My fucking knee looked like I injected like a rock into it, bro. It was like someone had, you know when you get punched in the head, you get a knot? It looked like somebody had just been punching my fucking knee and there was just a knot at the top. This is before I blew out my ACL. Well, before I knew my ACL was blown out. And I was like, how do people play with this? Like, Westbrook played with this. He's like, you're not supposed to. Your fucking ligaments will fucking break down. Mostly pro athletes. And I'm not wishing it on, I'm just saying. And he should get more criticism. Another man that needs more criticism, Doc Rivers. Dude, take him out the game, bro. We get it. You love him. You love the kid. You don't want to offend the franchise guy. You want to hold the baby to your fucking neck, bro. Let him go. Let him grow up. Tell him to when he's on the bench to go on the back, get a goal, tape it out 15 feet, and go back there and get all the bricks out, bro. Go build your wall back there. Probably not a Republican, but go build your wall back there. Build that brick wall, and it's okay. And it's okay. All right? It's okay, Ben. You got to sit him. But but Trey Young's going to score. If Trey... I understand. Trey Young almost had 40 last game. Did y'all get that? Trey Young almost had 40. Trey Young's going to get his if he's going to get his, bro. It's just a fact. And I talked about his Ben Simmons defense... All last pod. I truly believe he's the best defender in the world. But the thing is, man, sometimes Tony Allen had to sit on that motherfucking bench. If I see another Heat Nation, if if I see another Heat Nation, fucking alert on my phone. Brandon Ingram is a potential alert target. I don't give a fuck, bro. You're Heat Nation. You're Heat Nation. Andre Drummond is a target. No shit. We got swept in the first round. Everybody's a target. Everybody. And they just go, his mom has visited Florida and she loved it here. We got from a source in Andre Drummond's camp, a relative of his camp. That's an extended relative that lives in Florida. Shut the fuck up, Heat Nation. You fucking suck. Giving, giving these dumb fans false hope. Talking about LeBron changes his number to six. Oh my God. That's a diss to Pat Riley. What the fuck? Hold on, I'm getting a text. What the fuck are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm podding. Podding. Be on soon, bucko. See, these boys want me to play this video game. And I go and Hey. I don't even have my TV set up right now. This is where my TV gets set up. My Xbox is unplugged. I told y'all I'm done with the game and shit. But I'll get on during my off day, obviously. But anyways, fuck Heat Nation. Back to the fucking whatchamacallit. The 76ers. It's not looking good. 
Um, they are obviously the better team. That's the crazy part. They're obviously the better team, in my opinion. Seth Curry's going ballistic. You got to take Ben out. Even Matisse Thibel shooting a decent percentage from three. He's only taking 14 threes for the series, but he's shooting a better percentage than, than Ben. And I mean, they have four guys on their team shooting over fucking 35% from three. I don't care how many attempts they have. They're hitting them. You know what I mean? It's it's very shitty to see a franchise player go down like this. It truly is, bro. It's really scary to see. And I don't know. I don't know how. Oh, I think, guys, I'm just going to make a hot take here. If they lose against the Hawks like this, this could go a way different way than people are thinking. Because what excuses do you have now? Once again, we get Joel's hurt. Look at his fucking numbers, man. And everybody else is healthy. We're going to look at Doc Rivers. We're going to look at Tyrese Maxey hasn't played well, but you haven't even played Shake Milton or Tyrese Maxey enough for them to make an impact. And you're so worried about stopping one player on the other side, on the other side, that it's affecting your offense. And we get it, man. We, we get it. You got to stop Trey. Sometimes you can't stop a man from shooting in the parking lot, bro. You can't stop him. You got to fucking score on him. You got to have an offensive lineup. You may have to get Tyrese in there with the bench lineup, with Shake Milton, have multiple ball handlers that can score on Trey, make him work so he doesn't have a, a possession off on, on defense, bro. And now we're actually seeing how Danny Green, we all started making jokes. He's fucked up the whole rotation. Danny Green being out is actually a big deal now, huh? <laughs> it's it's looking like a big deal because you can take Ben out and put Danny in there. It's that easy. Put Danny out there with who? Seth, uh, Danny, Seth, Shake, uh, maybe Matisse. Well, it's Toby and Joel. There you go. It's that easy to take Ben out. But do you trust Tyrese Maxey enough? I think you're going to have to. Think you're gonna fucking have to make that move, and you're gonna have to get over it. You have to get over this ego that you like protecting your players, and that you're a players' coach. It doesn't make you look good all the time. It makes you look stupid at some point, Stock Rivers. That's why you have the most three-one losses in NBA history, the most game seven losses in NBA history. There's a reason for that. Your X and O's have been in question for a long time, for a long time, and. That's just my two cents on it. And after commercial break, we're going to break down all these little bitty, you know, kind of like, to me, they're not big stories. Take me five, six minutes to discuss them. You know what I mean? Like CP3 having COVID. I'll do that right now. Fuck it. Um, He has this luck he can't shake. Right? Supposed to go to with Kobe and Dwight Howard in LA. Trey gets blocked. Uh... L.A. Clippers 3-1 deficit. That's on him. He choked pretty bad against the uh, the Rockets. Also had a choking spree against OKC. They should have beat that team too. Um, insane. He And that's not bad luck. That's him playing bad, but I'm trying to just get through his career. Against the San Antonio Spurs, Game 7, Round 1. Uh, tears his hamstring. Never forget it because uh, he's one of my favorite players. Hit the buzzer beater in Game 7 to win the series. Uh, tore his hamstring uh, during that game. It was during the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. It was right before the fight. 
Um, then he comes back, tears his hamstring again when he joins the Rockets. They're up 3-2 on the Durant-led Warriors, Durant and Curry-led Warriors. Arguably, to me, it is the greatest team ever assembled talent-wise. It's no question in mind. They'd be anybody all time. MJ would never lose to anybody. He he played fucking 13 seasons as six rings. He'd never lose to anybody. Never. He's never lost. Y'all piss me off. And now this shit. COVID. 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 This is bullshit, man. And y'all know I love CP. And I hope he recovers from this. And I hope he's back. Luckily, the Kawhi Leonard injury has seemed to extend this series a little bit. Even though we thought it was going to be over. Paul George wants to ruin my fucking podcast. What am, what am I supposed to do with Paul George hooping? Uh, he's not pissy pants pee no more, bro. He's not playoff piss. He wants... To, he hears me, bro. He has to be listening. I'm dead ass. Like... He's trying to take this amazing podcast who has zero listeners on it down. He's trying to strip my self-confidence like I stripped his last season. He's trying to take me down. 36 and 16? Thought he was going to choke. He said, nope. (laughs) He said, no, sir. I will show up and I'm going to put them on the ass. Dude, he's been hooping. I can't even hate on him. And the thing is, I actually do love Paul George. But he has so many classic moments in this podcast. <laughs> it's it's him and Rudy. Him and Rudy. And Rudy's getting exposed, so I can shit on Rudy still. But they may win the series now, so he goes on to the Western Conference Finals. So it's it's a, it's a lose. This series is a lose-lose for me. Unless Paul George goes out here and drops 10 points the next two games, which I will shit on him for, even though he's hooped the whole playoffs. You know, it is what it is. It's been fun, Paul George. You're hooping, man. And I've always been a fan of Paul George. I've never disliked him. Ever. Until he made the claim that he saw a therapist and it was going to make him play better. And he played like shit. So, I just thought it was funny. Um, but it's just one of those things, man. It's, it's fun to make jokes, but I've always loved Paul George. Honestly, the way he plays, how smooth he is. He's always been one of my favorite players to watch, period. But I will root for his demise in this series, so... Let's get to this commercial break, man. Uh, more shooting the shit with Sands after this. Bow, 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 bow. Okay, second half of the podcast. We are on, I'm freaking out here, Friday, the day I'm dropping, man. Our fucking AC broke. It's broken in this apartment. I, I get why the crime rate goes up now. I took an ice cold shower, I hopped out, and I was wondering why I dried off every part of my body, but I was still wet, I was sweating, it's a fucking torture chamber in here, I got no, no bed, no, no sheets and shit on the bed, cause I'm, I mean, I'm gonna have to sleep naked, I told Nia I'm gonna have to pull out the ghetto device, the ghetto AC, so we used to do as kids when the AC went out, you get a fucking bucket, you get two packs of ice, you throw it in the bucket, and you get a fucking shitty-ass round fan and put it on top. You got a fucking, like, $6 AC until the ice keeps melting. You know what I mean? But, yeah, man, I'm telling you, I don't know what I'm going to do. I am dying right now. I have, I have 30 minutes to go on this podcast, 
and I'm just sitting here soaking in sweat. So I don't even know if I need to work out today. I, get, I, I hopped in the sauna. I woke up this morning. I'm going to be on here. I'm about to be a Twitch thought. I'm about to be playing Call of Duty butt ass. I'm about to be butt ass. I'm about to be butt ass playing Call of Duty with my homies. Pause. Okay. Because I can't even, I should be podcasting with my titties out. Like they would ban me from YouTube and Spotify if they saw my C cups. I'm not going to lie. I should just be podcasting like this, bro. Titties out and all. Like I should just be a topless model. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm just saying. I'm fucking dying over here. Anyways, holy fuck, dude. I don't know if I can last. Like, literally, my legs are sticking together. And me, the thing is with me also, is I'm so obsessed with, like, showering my body and not feeling clean. Like, I take two showers a day, every day, you know, before I go to work and when I come home. Because I don't like feeling dirty. And I'm going to feel sticky, nasty, ooey gooey all day all day so you know is what it is man whatever let's get on to the sports talk guys I got some shit to handle today in my professional life put the watch on and let's get to business as Franklin Saint would say let's get to business alright so I was keeping track of our Rocket League series on my fucking notepad last night so I already spoke on the 76ers, correct? Um, I'm pretty sure they play tonight. I could be wrong. I think they play tonight. Let me back this up, actually. Hold on, so I can get this microphone right here. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I'm pretty sure they play tonight. That's it's gonna be a good game. I think. I think they come out and win it, but we'll see. But I talked about CP3 as well, right? Okay, so we're gonna go over KD, right? KD balls out again last night, and they lose. It's very interesting to see. Uh, you see James Harden is being detrimental to the team rather than helping them. He doesn't look right. He has that rust. And let me tell you, this is I, this is such a long reach of a correlation. People are trying to tell me Conor McGregor's ring rust doesn't exist. James Harden's been out of basketball for a couple months, and he can't play back. He literally is having these wild turnovers, not looking at the ball, getting hit on the head with it. And you're telling me a man who had two fights in 900 days is just going to pop in there and look good. You're a fucking moron. Anyways, <clears throat> so KD comes out and he balls out. One of the, one of the best um, performances that doesn't include LeBron James that we'll ever see, right? Because LeBron's done this 100 times. I hate, to, I hate to be that guy again. LeBron has done what he did 100,000 times, so it's it's whatever. I mean, LeBron's out here averaging 34, 10, and 5, 48% shooting in game sevens. He did it in game five. Congratulations. Now KD is apparently the best in the world, but the previous two games, he went 9 of 25 and 11 of 28. But he's the best. I don't like this is that shit where the media, when LeBron is going downhill, He's hurt and doesn't have his time, playoff brawn time, to prove he is the best in the world. We start this shit. Now, what if Giannis ends up beating KD in the playoff series? Giannis the best in the world? They're going to say he is. They are. 
media is going to say he's the best. And then Dragonfly Jones, everybody should follow him. Best follow on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> I didn't. I didn't have the sentiment of Giannis was defeated because he said uh, KD was the best player in the world. I thought it's weird. Thought it was like that's why a lot of people don't respect Giannis like they should. Like him and James Harden had that rivalry. Like if I was Giannis and I'm seven foot tall, I've won two MVPs, and I average 30, 12, and 7 on a daily basis, why am I calling another man who I refuse to guard the best player in the world? That's all I was saying. I wasn't it, it, that he admitted defeat. I think it's cornball shit, but it's also the double standard of that. I'm not like... LeBron and whoever else says I'm the best player in the world and they get criticized because they're being cocky. I'm like, fam, that's so stupid. If you think you're the best in the world, you're the best in the world, say it. Giannis is a top four, three, four, five, whatever you want to put him in there, top five player in the world. Why is he saying another man's better than him after he's, everybody's giving Giannis shit about not guarding him in game five. He guarded him the previous two games and P.J. Tucker, and he didn't play well. KD did not play well. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> so it's just one of those things. And then now Chris Middleton and Giannis go ballistic. Um, it is funny. When you watch KD and Chris Middleton play, they have very similar games. Isn't it weird? Like, obviously, KD is an all-time legend and Chris Middleton's not, but they play so much alike. It's insane. It's like <clears throat> middies in contested shots all game. But you know, I think this this series is gonna is gonna come down to how well Harden plays in Game Seven, and why is he out there, and how Steve Nash does the minutes. I look, dude. My hair looks insane. Where's the hat at, dude? I always have to just get a hat. I don't know why I throw it away. I don't know why I do this. Yeah, fuck. But, uh, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see. Did you did y'all see that uh, somebody dropped a stat on Twitter that Steve Nash played Harden and KD 41 of the first 44 minutes of the game, and then, remember, they sat the rest of the fourth quarter. You can't do that. You can't sell out. We saw, I've seen this too many times. Right, the the one that I always bring back up is Heat Spurs Game Six, the Ray Allen shot. Right, Tim Duncan goes out there. I think Tim Duncan put up almost a thirty and fifteen game. He may have had that, and they just sold out. They sold out for the championship right there because they know when Braun gets Game Seven, it's a wrapo. You know what I mean? And they lost. And then they came back game seven, and they, they competed, and that's the thing. And I don't like giving the dead, like, the whole media, they're tired. They're t- I hate that excuse, man. Like, you can be tired. You know what I mean? But, it, like, when Luka has to carry the whole load, he's probably tired in the fourth quarter. That's why his field goal percentage goes down so fucking much. That's what happened to LeBron early in his career and shit like that, right? But it's Steve Nash. He's got to realize, okay, Yes, we don't have Kyrie. James Harden is 50%. If that, probably 70 maybe. Top 70. 
I got to find a way to make something happen. Maybe draw up plays for Blake Griffin. Joe Harris is trash right now. He's like 3 of 24 the last four games from three or some shit. Hadn't hit a shot. And I think this just goes back to this is the risk that people take with super teams. It's, it's a risk. I know it sounds like, oh, it's all happy-dory and it's an easy ring. It is if they're healthy. And it's so it's so not funny, but kind of shitty. But it's ironic that the year that the Nets had a guaranteed title in my eyes, unless LeBron and AD stay healthy, the one of the biggest Ironmen in the league, James Harden, who plays 82 games every year, gets hurt. Kyrie's in his prime. Stays healthy most of the season. He doesn't play. I honestly think they were bullshitting these injuries. He doesn't play. KD doesn't play. Comes back and Kyrie's in the 50-40-90 club. I mean, fuck. You know? So, that's the risk. And the Giannis comments, I'll touch on them again. Yo, this computer is... It's hurting. It's fucking hot in here. I know, bro. It's fucking hot. Um... The honest comments were very weird. I don't know. I just don't like that shit. I'd rather have an arrogant guy than a dude. Like, I want that dude like KD does. You know who I am, don't you? I'm Kevin Durant. Like, I want that. Giannis is over here like, yeah, he cooked my teammates. <laughs> That's what he should have said. Yeah, he didn't cook me. I'll guard him next game. Fucking guard him, bro. But it is working out because... Um, what I saw early on in that Nets Bucks game, attacking the paint, attacking the paint. At one point, um, Mike was it Mike Bring that was on the game. It was, so whoever was comment, uh, commentating the game said that they had 22 points in the paint and they had 30 points. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on here? You know what I mean? They're showing no resistance. It was it was odd. So to move on to something that's getting odder and odder by the second. Not in otter like a sea uh, rodent, but otter as in weirder. Um, <laughs> this Luka Doncic situation is getting kind of weird. I dead ass. It's getting kind of weird, bro. It's going from Dirk to this has to be shitty. You know, and now the reports are going every which way. I just think it's weird, you know? I don't know how to explain it. I think that he's going to go find a new coaching job. I think that uh, Chris Stapps is going to find a new home too, and then Luca's going to be there on an island praying for a, a blockbuster trade or a free agent to come and be his savior when that's not going to happen. And then they just hired Dirk again as a special advisor. It's, it's the the... The shut the fuck up Luca role. I think that's what he's hired for. Yo, Luca, you need to shut the fuck up. Shut shut the fuck up and play basketball, bro. I think that's what it's for. I, uh, you know, just one of them things, man. And a, uh, a big trade coming out today was OKC gets Kimba Walker and the uh, 16th overall pick. Um, and they gave up Al Horford to go back to Boston, like I said. And I think that's so funny because 
this is when when Landon asked me, what's the what what is the market for uh, Chris Stapps? Dude, the NBA is not like the NFL where there is a set market. It's not true. There is no set market in the NBA for anything. It's does this guy want to leave desperately? Because then you're not getting shit for him and we'll just match your contracts. Or it's like the Kimba situation. Oh, yeah, we'll give up Kimba. Who gives a fuck? We really don't want him anyways. We'll send him to a non-contender with a young point guard. And now the OKC Thunder have a trade piece with the 16th overall pick and Kimba Walker just to get Al Horford back, who's better in the locker room. That's The NBA is just different than the NFL. You know what I mean? It's like you can't guess what they're going to trade for. Because maybe the Mavericks are like, we want him out now. They'll take the easiest trade they can get. First one that calls, they'll take it. Fuck it. First best offer, they'll take. Because you may not see it again. That's the difference. It's very odd with the NBA. I don't know. It's very weird. But, uh, you know, the Kawhi injury, I think I spoke on it a little bit um, in the first part. I keep. I should have went back and listened to my podcast, honestly, but I didn't. Um, you know, it's... Ah, uh, dude, it's fucking hot in here, bro. Fuck, bro. Um, you know, Kawhi. Kawhi may have won a championship this year, man. And that would have been crazy. Oh, oh, what I was saying. Oh, I'm an idiot. The Kawhi injury is a huge deal with the future of the Clippers. This is why. So Kawhi Leonard may be a free agent. The Clippers want him through and through, right? So it's going to... Dude, this fucking computer is having a hard time today, bro. Do I hear this shit? Hold on. Jesus Christ, bro. He's like, bitch, cool me off too. But yeah, so I think the... This is a huge deal for the Clippers, It's in their favor. I know it's, like, shitty that they lost their best player, but if they lose this series to the Jazz, I don't know if he comes back. Now, with this injury, at tops, he gets back in six to eight months at the Adrian Peterson shit. And now ACLs are different, but it's like, I don't know. It doesn't, it's not the same. You, You still have to take eight to nine months at least, right? So that means he's not going to be back till February, March. We're talking all-star break. And you think somebody's going to sign him to Like it's kind of mostly a team. Once again, the rumors, the heat. We're in win-now mode, right? We want to win this year or next year. Didn't win anything this year in the playoffs. Got swept first round. Don't know why we showed up. But with Kawhi, it's like you're signing a guy, and we just had an injury-prone Victor Oladipo went for it, played played great the day he got injured, right? He was getting his rhythm down. It was so frustrating to see. But you see that, and you see a Chris Stapps, and you see this shit going on, and do you take that risk? It is a torn ACL. A lot of people, Derrick Rose is one of those anomalies where I'm telling you, like, people really don't re-tear their ACL that much. They don't re-tear it in, the, in, in pro basketball. They tear it once, 
they rebuild that shit and it's once you rehab on surgery your your ligament is more strong than ever like it's stronger than the last one you had so it usually doesn't break these guys are elite athletes that's how it works um usually doesn't doesn't tear again but this the contract situation is very interesting to me um and yes long term you want Kawhi. Mostly with Jimmy Butler in his prime and shit like that. Bam Adebayo coming up. I don't even know if he's coming up. Fucking what I saw this offseason or this postseason. But, you know, it is what it is. So it, it is a big deal that he tore his ACL for his free agency. I think he still gets a max, all that. But I think it makes them, it gives him that what if factor with Paul George hooping like he is. All that shit. It gives him that what if factor. Of damn, we could have won a championship this year. You know what I mean? And I think that helps the Clippers out a lot. So, yeah, man. It's uh, it's a lot of news going on in the NBA the past couple of days. It's it's going it's going crazy. That's why I think I think NBA the the reason why NBA news is more interesting to me than any other news is because it's such a small league. Where if you watch basketball every day, like I do, or watch it a lot during the season, you basically know all the players. Like, not literally, but you have an idea of who they are, how they play, things of that nature, right? And I think it's so much more interesting than football because, yeah, the Buccaneers could get a backup uh, D tackle and you're like, oh, his his shooting the gaps off the bench. Or make, like, I don't know who the fuck that is, man. I hate to tell you, there's 55 guys on NFL roster. There's 15 on a basketball roster and 11 play maybe. You get what I'm saying? So it makes you – it hones in. You know everybody's little role in the team and how they play, and it's just a fun sport to, you know, keep up with because it's so tight-knit, and you kind of – kind of know what everybody does. It's really fun, really fun. So it's been – it's it's. I mean, we're, we're starting the offseason early now. So maybe throughout these playoffs, I got to start talking about each team's uh, offseason moves and what they need to do as they get knocked out. May start that next episode on Wednesday. May start talking about what the Mavs need, the Heat need, every team that's eliminated, what they need. May do that. Hmm. Hmm. Am I giving good content? Oh, I think so. I think so. So that's all I got for you guys. I think I covered... I have shit to talk about written down, but I think I covered it at the beginning of the podcast. I I should have went and listened before I recorded this. And if I don't cover something, I will come back and insert it right now. Three, two, one, insert. If there is no insertion, this is the end of the podcast. (laughs) I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. The pod goat is out. (gasps) Dude.